letting you know what's going on without going on and on and on. Welcome to a fast-paced way to get caught up on all the day's biggest local stories. From News Talk 830-WCCO, this is the All Local. I'm Mark Fry, and this is the All Local for Friday, September 8th, 2023. We've learned the name of a man who died last week while in custody in Faribault. It's a big football weekend. We'll tell you all about the Minnesota Vikings and the Gophers. And one of WCCO Radio's own is a finalist for a national award. Leading off the All Local, a rare honor for a revered Minnesotan. Minnesota Governor Tim Walz has ordered all flags to fly at half-staff at state buildings from sunrise today till sunset tomorrow to honor former Minnesota Governor Al Quee. He was a gentle giant. He was a, a minister. And he was someone who devoted his time to good causes. University of Minnesota political science professor Larry Jacobs says to lie in state is indeed a rare occurrence. You know, frankly, it's being done uh, by a Democratic administration um, as a way to signal the fact that it works with Republicans, that it's not partisan. And I think Republicans are going to welcome it, too, as honoring one of its giants in Minnesota. Susie Jones, News Talk 830 WCCO. A man who died while in custody of Faribault Police last weekend has been identified as 36-year-old Jarrell Skelton of Faribault. Police had used a low-speed pit maneuver to stop Skelton after an officer spotted him possibly driving while impaired and going in and out of consciousness. And an ambulance was called to the scene and Skelton was deemed clear for transport but lost consciousness while on the way to the Rice County Jail. He was later pronounced dead. Toxicology results have not been released to the Minnesota BCA is investigating. On again, off again, plans for a new location for MPD's third precinct are apparently off again for the moment. Yesterday, several city council members claimed they didn't understand what they voted for two days earlier when they okayed to transform part of Century Plaza near the convention center into a new home for officers. The hang-up seems to hinge on the definition of the word temporary. Some council members balked when they were told that it could be for up to 10 years. The building lies outside the third precinct boundaries and was considered a temporary compromise for those who objected to other proposed sites. The old station was burned and ransacked during the riots following the police murder of George Floyd. Al Shock, News Talk A3O, WCCO. The entire Minneapolis City Council voted unanimously to send the plan back to the committee for further discussion. The deaths of three people at a northeastern Minnesota resort have been ruled a murder-suicide. Investigators say 59-year-old Michael Toner shot and killed 54-year-old Melanie Jansen, both of Maple Grove, and 29-year-old Hannah Parmenter of Elk River before turning the gun on himself. The three were discovered Tuesday night at White Birch Resort in Breezy Point. The Crow Wing County Sheriff's Department says Toner and Jansen were in a romantic relationship. The Gophers football team is back in action tomorrow night following last weekend's nail-biting victory over the Nebraska Cornhuskers. Gophers quarterback Ethan Kaliak-Manis says he made plenty of mistakes in the opening week win. I always look forward to making mistakes because I know that's opportunity for me to grow and I know that I could play much better. No matter what the game is, no matter how I play, no matter how much we win by, I know that I have to get better in certain areas and I look forward to that. I look forward to getting better. Kickoff between Minnesota and Eastern Michigan scheduled for 6.30 p.m. inside Huntington Bank Stadium. And the Minnesota Vikings kick off their 2023 season Sunday at home against Tampa Bay. They'll also have a commemoration of legendary coach Bud Grant, who died in March at the age of 95, Vikings CEO Andrew Miller. We're going to have classic uniforms that pay homage to the 1960s and 70s. There's a Bud patch on the jerseys, and, and later in the season there will be a Bud sticker on the helmets. 
there's a Bud style hat giveaway for all fans, courtesy of U.S. Bank. So it'll be an exciting day. Can't wait to have fans at U.S. Bank Stadium again. Miller telling WCCO's Vanita Sakar in the morning news that some 40 former Vikings players from the 1960s and 70s are attending the game to take part in ceremonies honoring Grant. A new booster shot's expected to become available as soon as next week to help protect people from COVID-19. The new booster is expected to arrive just in the nick of time. I'm really excited for this booster to become available. Hennepin Healthcare doctor Hannah Lixon says they are seeing an uptick in new cases and with the virus mutating so much they had some concern that this new booster would not be effective but the good news is that this new booster that's getting released is effective at reducing the risk of severe illness and death. The boosters could be approved sometime today, and then the Center for Disease Control and Prevention is set to meet next Tuesday and could set the ball in motion to start giving out shots soon after. Susie Jones, News Talk 830 WCCO. The Minnesota Lynx have signed guard Kayla McBride to a multi-year extension. McBride telling reporters today that she knew Minnesota was a place she wanted to call home. From the very first moment she spoke with head coach Cheryl Reeve. That came with a lot of responsibility, a lot of ups and downs. But, you know, after this year and just being able to find my way and find myself um, where I am now in 2023, this just feels right. feels like home. Um, these are my sisters. This is my family. And, you know, that's what it comes down to. That's, that's who I am. Um, and this is definitely where I want to be. The Lynx wrap up their regular season Sunday in Indiana. Well, it's that time of the year again. Oktoberfest is back and St. Paul's celebrating today and tomorrow. New at this year's St. Paul Oktoberfest is the Bavarian Breakfast. It's a Traditionally, it's a Weisswurst sausage, which is a boiled veal sausage that's lightly seasoned. It's often served without the casings on it. Then it's served with a, a sweet whole grain mustard, a pretzel, and a vice beer, so a wheat beer. Andrew Lashovsky is with the Germanic American Institute in St. Paul. We do have a, a Dierndl and Lederhosen contest. We have a beer chugging contest. We have a mustache contest. So if anybody wants to wear their tracht, their Lederhosen or their Dierndl to the Oktoberfest, you will be admired and may win a prize. St. Paul Oktoberfest runs until 10 p.m. both Friday and Saturday. And finally, the unstoppable Shaletta is at it again. WCCO radio host Shaletta Brundage is headed to Washington, D.C. next week, where she is one of five finalists for a national award for her work to promote black small business owners. Before she goes, Shaletta is bringing as many of those owners as possible together to write letters to Minnesota's congressional delegation, which she will present when she's there. These people may not never get to D.C. They might not ever get to see Tina Smith or Angie Craig or Dean Phillips or Ilhan Omar. Um, but I'm going and I'm going to represent them and I'm going to take their concerns with me. Black business owners are encouraged to meet at Flava Cafe on University Avenue in St. Paul from 3 until 5 Saturday afternoon. Thank you for listening to the WCCO All Local. You can find each day's All Local and all of our podcasts at WCCORadio.com or by downloading the Odyssey app. I'm Mark Fry, News Talk 830 WCCO.